Welcome to the Midwestern Method Podcast. Today's guest is Nicole Woodard from Mobility Athletes. Today we had a really good conversation about really what her story is, how she got to where she is right now, what she's doing, especially when it comes to the field of mobility, physical therapy, recovery, how it applies to the average person, but also to elite athletes and how everyone is an athlete. So we talk a lot about that. We also talk a lot about the Virtual Athlete Summit, which is in July of 2020. So make sure to listen to the end. We talk a lot about that as well. Today, we are sponsored by Dream Nutrition and by my personal friend, uh, his company, Mandala Chocolate. Take a look at the links below. You can get 5% off on any order from Dream Nutrition using the promo code Midwestern Method. Also, if you take a look at the chocolate stuff, it is delicious. I highly recommend Cloud Forest. That's my favorite uh, particular uh, kind, but it's all craft chocolate, so it's really good stuff. And of course, if you really like this program, and I hope that you do, and if you're interested in taking your health and wellness to a higher level, I recommend joining my Patreon group, the Midwestern Method Patreon group. If you take a look at the links, I have provided that for you as well. Just as little as $5 a month gets you new breathing sessions. I do a lot of guided breath work and some instructional tutorials on how to do certain breathing techniques that can enhance your life and make you live a happier, healthier life. And hopefully, um, hopefully we can all live just in a more peaceful world and a more peaceful state as a result. So I hope you enjoy this podcast today. Thanks so much for watching or listening, depending if you're watching, we're on Spotify, we're making our way to get to every platform that there is. And of course, if you're watching right now on YouTube, thanks so much. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Midwest. My name is Jesse, and today I am talking to Nicole Woodard of Mobility Athletes. We are, uh, I think, just maybe 20 minutes, 30 minute drive away, yet we are online because that's the world we're living in now. How's it going? Thank you for being here, Nicole. Um, thank you for having me. I absolutely love your energy, especially during this time. The more often I can connect with people's energies, the more filled up I am. So I'm super pumped to be with you today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, in speaking of energy, just for those of you who are, who are new to watching my, my YouTube channel, or if you've not met Nicole, she is full of energy and that's what makes her a lot of fun <laughs> to deal with. She's fixed me. Uh, before and um, normally you don't really look forward to going to the doctor or you know some of getting needled and and all of these things that she does but I got to say it's a lot of fun to come to you so (laughs) so thanks for that now let's talk just I want to start off and just talk a little bit about what you do and so mobility athletes that's kind of a bigger umbrella you've got your own podcast so check that yes. out in the, in the show notes and in the, the box below, guys. Uh, check that out. It's the Mobility Athletes Radio, it's right? Radio, yep. Okay. Yeah. And so what, what, is, what is kind of the thing that you do? What are you all about? So really, um, what we are about, our mission is that we believe that everyone has the right and they should embody the phrase, I am an athlete. 
Yeah. When we take ownership of being athletes and taking care of our body, we have the right mindset. We take, we recover properly. We eat properly. We train properly. And really that's what ancient societies were. I mean, people were yes. athletes every day, even though they didn't like lift up and down barbells. And so we, <laughs> you know, it was instead like heavy rocks to build their cave, but you know, they were still doing all these things. And so we believe that when you take ownership of that, but that's really um, a big part of changing your health, your wellness, and your overall well-being. And that's really what we are. Um, we are super convenient, um, elite physical therapy and wellness services. We offer group coaching as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching. Every single thing we do is individualized to the person to take care of their tight ankles, tight hips, tight back, tight shoulder, whatever <laughs> right. it is that they're dealing with so that they can start moving with the pitch picture perfect form that their coach keeps yelling at them about. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. So I, I've got to say that this is one of those things where like, I know just regular everyday life is different. You mentioned ancient humans and that is one of those things yep. where um, lately, especially I've been working on my book. I was mentioning that to you just a little bit earlier and, I, and I'm hunching over, um, you know, I, I started and the thing is I've, I've been really working with a heavy deadline and I've been doing a lot of stuff at my desk and I've undone a lot of the good things that you've done for me. <laughs> done for me. Basically what this is, yeah, I know <laughs> what this is, is, a is I, I had to get an intervention. So I was like, I need her on the podcast. To, to, <laughs> but the thing is to motivate me to go back yes please but you know I, I think it's a real com you know it's a really common thing especially with the world we're living in right now so right now it, you know we've got the COVID crisis and you know you've got a lot of people that are out of the gyms I mean the, the mm -hmm. gyms aren't open and I, I really miss going to the gyms I remember I mean, whenever this whole thing started, I kind of scrambled to the local sporting goods store and I was like, okay, uh, let's see, I'll take uh, one of these uh, bench things. And, you know, I've got an okay home gym, but it's just yep. not the same, you know? It's, how are you doing with, with your workouts? I mean, you're an athlete, right? We're all athletes. How, how have you been training? That's be, right. Be honest. Okay. I'm glad you, to be. Okay. I'm ready. Have you stuck with it? <laughs> and, and really, um, you know, what, how, how has it been? Just how has the, how have you been able to adapt? So I think the hardest thing has been really what you just said. It's um, that essentially we took a habit that we've taken. So for me, whenever I was in college, those of you guys that don't know my story, when I was in high school, I was a fairly good athlete. I was a runner. Um, I was on varsity. I was an all state um, athlete. So I was really good. I decided and I opted not to participate in athletics in college to focus on my studies. Mm. Well, what happened was I also decided not to focus on anything health related. And so <laughs> yeah. I um, ended up like just gaining weight, not taking care of myself, eating poorly, and being very stressed out and unhappy for seven years of my college career. Oh my like God. what a waste of time. And then, um, <laughs> right. and then I came like, 
to being married and all these things kept getting busy and something just kept clicking in the back of my head that just said that this is wrong. So after my husband and I struggled with infertility, um, I decided to start triathlon training again. Um, well actually for the first time to prove to myself that my body was capable of something. I was very disappointed in my body at that point. And so that's how I found it. But I spent about 10 years being lazy. Like guys, we're talking 25 to 30 hours of TV a week. That's a job. Um, it was horrible. was a big thing even, right? Oh yeah. Dude, I mean, that was even before recording was a thing. That was me sitting in front of the TV. Like that was literal TV, the the good old fashioned cable. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I can't really say I was much better, but yeah, go on, please. So, so then what happens is that then we realize along this course, which I hope if you guys haven't realized yet, you come on this journey with Jesse and I and so many other people that want to influence you to your health. So I went on this journey and the journey got better and better and better and better and better. And I became more athletic. I started CrossFit. Now I did running. Now I did triathlon and I had all these scheduled times. And my husband and I had a schedule that I got to go to CrossFit these three days and he got to go to CrossFit these three days and our son was taken care of. And then guess what? Gone. The habit is gone because we took out the trigger. The trigger was Monday, my husband comes home from work. I immediately get in the car and drive to the gym. The trigger was gone. And so we went and borrowed equipment and we made up like a small home gym. Um, I did workouts maybe twice a week, um, not at all to the intensity that they were before. And then finally, um, I was going to do Everesting this year. So 29029. If people don't know what this is, you should look it up. <laughs> it is BA. So um, our event got canceled for the year in Idaho. And after that oh happened, I pretty much decided not to do anything. So for two weeks, I did nothing except for wake up and come here to this computer. Mm-hmm. And I sat and I worked furiously and then I parented and then I came back and worked furiously and I pretty much did that from seven in the morning till 2 a.m. pretty much every yeah. day oh wow and it was bad and so that's where <laughs> I'm at now I realized my bad behavior yes. and I decided to do something crazy on May 1st and I decided to do the calendar challenge which is you run one oh, mile on the first, yes. two miles on the second yep I've so heard of I this. am 15 miles in like day, day 15 so uh, I am like a hundred and uh, 110 miles ish in, um, uh-huh. and my goal is I got four extra miles at the beginning. So in May, the fifth month, I will complete 500 miles if I can get all the way through this. So, dude, dude, that yeah, that is awesome. Now that's that's a rather now that means I mean what is it? Those 31 days in May, right? Yeah. So you're, 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 you're an ultra runner, uh, ultimately. Do, do you have ultra or, or marathoning experience? Okay, all right. <laughs> I ran one marathon. It was the worst experience of my life. I felt so yeah. good to mile 22. And then I'm pretty sure that <laughs> angels came and carried me across the finish line because there's no way I did that of my own flourishing. No way. Like I was a mess. I yelled at spectators at one point. Like, oh, nice. Just, just like belligerent me, yelling, huh? Yeah, they told <laughs> I, I would me love that there to was, see that. Oh, uh, it was like, this is the last hill. And I literally turned the corner after I climbed that hill 
and there was another freaking hill. I'm oh, like, no. so I turned around. I'm like, don't yeah. lie to the runners. That's pretty, pretty low down. Uh, I've got to say, I, yeah, I, I went through a similar thing whenever this happened. I, what's weird is like, I stayed with my working out really well, probably for the first three weeks. And this is even with having our son home and, you know, all this stuff. But what I found out is that I wasn't getting anything else really done. I was getting my workout done, but none of the other work, none of the other things I was, I was doing. And then I realized, wow, it's amazing how this workout that normally takes me maybe an hour and a half worth of exercise, maybe two hours worth of exercise a day. It was taking me all morning, you know, it's like four hours of just, which it wasn't really that intense. You know, I would love to say that, you know, I was really slamming it for four hours, but what, what, what it was is a really long breaks. And I think, yep. I think it's important for all of us to kind of realize, Hey, you know, these things, they do affect us, you know, and uh, there's a certain degree of habit that we build. Okay. So yeah, I go to the gym. This is where, and there's a certain cueing, I think also when it comes to, this is where I get into my physical fitness state. And this is when I get into my, my work at home state. And this is, you know, yep. and I think that that probably affected me a lot. And I've got to say my workouts even right now are kind of subpar, you know, it's not yep. as good as, as they once were, but you know, I'm trying to stay with it. Um, and, um, trying to, I guess, <laughs> I trying to stay sane that way. Because I can, I can completely relate to what you're talking about with the seven years of just like having a lot of stress and things like that. If, if I let myself and if I don't put myself under this physical stress, then yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect me in that negative way too. But um, yeah, if you don't do hard things, like you can voluntarily do hard things and train yourself to be more resistant um, to hard things. If not, like life's going to throw you hard things anyway. So, I mean, I think that that's been my biggest thing with Corona and everything that's going on right now. I just keep asking people like, if this is your first hard thing, like I'm so freaking (laughs) happy for you because this hard thing for 99% of us, now some of us have family members that are passing away. Some of us have even family members. Like I have a friend who's, grandma passed away, not from Corona, from other things, but they weren't allowed to be there with them. That's hard things. Like that stuff is hard. Babies being born and only one parent being able to be there. That's hard things for 99% of us. This is inconvenient. So if this is your (laughs) hard thing, like that's okay. Like that's okay that this is your hard thing, but you can train for harder So the next time something like this comes up or something in your personal life comes up, like you can be more resilient. Like let's train ourselves to be more resilient. That's what like the calendar challenges for me. Like I was getting really soft. Like everything (laughs) was overwhelming me. Everything was stressing me out. It's because I wasn't doing anything hard. My hard thing was like, who's going to log on to the internet today? Like, come (laughs) on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, and that's the thing, that's the thing what we have to do is, is adapt. So learning to adapt is, I mean, that's, 
you know, the, the term anti-fragile, you know, is we, we use that term a lot now, you know, if nothing else, be resilient though. <laughs> it's, it's, if nothing else, but, but looking at it as a new challenge as something, okay, I'm going to have to adapt to this. This is, this is not the end of the world. I can do things. What can I do with this? It may not be what I prefer, but you know, it's, it's something that I can do. And before we started recording you were talking about the idea of getting back to normal. You know, and the idea where it's like, it's kind of, we, we say this, but we, it's one of those things where getting, it, getting back to normal is this kind of almost a regressive way to look at things instead of looking yep. forward. And, you know, we hope we move forward and we've grown and maybe we've become better people and we were better off for it. I mean, I hope that, I hope that someday I look back and I'm like, can you believe we were all stuck in our houses for all this time? you know, but, but, but it's possible. Who knows what could actually happen? You know, it could be something that, that we have to do again, or maybe it's longer than we want in the back of my mind. So in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I, this is this weird hope that it's like, yeah, this summer it's all going to go away. And you know, we won't have to worry about it again, but the reality is we just don't know. And it's that uncertainty that I think bothers us a lot. Um, and so, and so dealing with that kind of uncertainty is something that, I mean, it's, it's not the routine that we're used to. So it's, it's, it can be difficult, but it's, it's what we have to do. And now speaking of what we have to do, you are a physical therapist and you're a, uh, and personal trainer and you've got, uh, a course that recently came out online. Tell me yes. a little bit about that. I want to know about that. And then also I've got to hear about how a physical therapist with even the word physical, how, you know, how do you function in this vir virtual world? How, you know, how Woo! has that changed? I tell love me, it. So tell me about it. I was 60% virtual prior to this. So meaning so you were that already kind of there. Yes. 60% of my clients were 100% online. Okay. 40% of my clients were hybrid, meaning that they spent some of their time online with me and some of their time in person with me. So 100% of my clients did something online with me. Okay. Um, but 40% of them also were physically close enough that they could come and see me for hands-on treatment. So, um, what, really, again, we kind of base things off is being individualized. And so I started really diving into what are the things that are out there. And so a lot of you guys know, there's tons of exercise apps. Oh, there's yeah. tons of physical therapy apps. Um, GoWad Mobility, ROMWAD, all these different things. But I still kept seeing the same things repeated over and over again by all levels of my clients. So recreational people that go to the gym a couple times a week, Right. all the way up to pro athletes who are training six plus hours a day, mm -hmm. which was, they still felt tight. They still didn't yeah. feel like they were ready. I still don't feel like I performed my best. And what I realized is it's just because those pieces weren't being custom fit for them. So they could go and grab, you know, here, I got my little lacrosse ball here. Like cool. they could go and grab their lacrosse ball and they're like, oh, my back feels kind of tight today. And they, they roll it out and then they hit their workout. Well, guess right. what? Like maybe Joe, his back felt tight because he has poor shoulder mobility and he's been overhead pressing and arching his back the whole time. 
-hmm. But Sally, her back felt tight because she lacks rotation in her lumbar spine. So she actually can't turn and open up her hips. And so when she was overhead pressing, she was actually compensating the whole time because her feet being on the ground didn't allow her to move properly. Maybe someone else has a leg length difference that was yeah. causing them to do this. So they're all doing the same exercise. They're all feeling the same symptom, which was tight back. Yeah. And they all grab the same tool. Guess what? Maybe that tool only worked for Sally and it didn't work for Joe or whoever else I said. What happens? Yeah, yeah. So what happened is that they didn't understand the way that they move. They didn't understand their body. So my job as your physical therapist and your movement coach is to help you find the test like what I do. So Jesse, when you walk into the clinic, I do a certain amount of tests that tells me what is wrong with you and why that that's wrong with you. And then we treat the why and we also treat the what's going on. So the what's going on is typically pain or an injury. So yeah. if those things are going on, those are people that are getting formal physical therapy. Those are people that are coming to see me hands-on if someone contacts me and they're in California and they need that, so we do a virtual screen and I'm like, hey, you actually have some stuff going on. I set them up with a physical therapist in California and then I just continue to monitor them throughout the next couple of weeks until they're ready for wellness. Okay. And um, so that's really what we focus on. And how we do that is we give people, we have an app, so we give people exercises to do every single day. And then we do virtual check-ins, just like how you and I are talking right now um, through Zoom. So we just watch people move. We look for compensations. And then also people submit videos to us of them working out, them running. And we analyze those and we fit all those pieces together to make the special program that is just for you. But the foundations of all that, how we get there is the same for everybody. So everybody can take those pieces for themselves and be able to be like, oh, I did these tests, I passed. I did these tests, I didn't pass. Okay, I'm gonna go work on my hip mobility today because normally I passed that and today I didn't. So that's really what our group programs are about is that we empower them, we give them the skills to be able to take the test themselves, all the resources so they know if they're passing or failing. Um, in our one-on-one, -on -one, we do that for them and then we do the program for them. So they get a little okay. bit more handholding and one-on-one, -on -one, um, but they get a lifetime worth of knowledge so that they can do this forever in our group coaching. Yeah. I I've used, of course, anytime I ever had an ache or a pain uh, or anything, right? What, what do we do whenever anything goes wrong? <laughs> we go, we go to the internet, right? And it's, so it's like, Oh, well, yeah. let's see. Uh, shoulder pain. Right. And of course that is, there's a wide gamut of what that could be. I didn't know this, right? And I think, I think, of course, we all, you know, we've all experienced the horror of WebMD where everything is cancer. And it's like, well, it's probably cancer, you know? And so, so I, fortunately, I, I knew to avoid WebMD, but, <laughs> but I, I went to, you know, you, you Google it and then you get like brotips.com or you'll get, you know, this or that.com. And, and sometimes these things are, wow, it's exactly Great. what I needed at the time. But really what I didn't realize until I started working with you, because that's one of the things that actually you and I did. I, you, you know, you, we did a Zoom call. And, and so for those of you who don't know, so I, I, I did an episode about my shoulder in my, basically my, my hunchbackness. Um, and um, it was, you know, I've, I've just, 
kind of, I don't know, I, I've, I've really worked on it, but it's one of those things that my lifestyle, especially being a college professor and writing a book, you know, I'm constantly working against these good things. You know, it's this constant, the body is trying to adapt to, okay, hey man, if we're going to hunch over all the time, I'll get really good at that. And we've talked about that before, but the, the, it was really easy to say, okay, so you kind of ran me through some visual cues and I went through this and that. And, and it's like, okay, I'll do these, these exercises that were specific for why my injury or why my problem was happening. I think that's something that as we get further into the world of athletics, as we get further, a, a better understanding of how the human body works, we realize that it's, you know, it's not a one size fits all. Um, when I was younger, I, I worked at a, um, a nutrition store where we sold supplements and vitamins. And I remember a guy came in and he said, do you have anything for my legs? And I was like, okay, dude, you're going to have to be a little bit more <laughs> specific about that. You know? And I think to some degree I was looking, whenever I was just Googling shoulder pain or, you know, I was just trying to figure out, okay, what's wrong and how can I fix it? So what you do is you, you provide that individualized attention. You get the person back on track. Is this something that, you know, I guess it would depend on the injury or, or what it is. How long does typically does a, uh, uh, one of your clients stay with you? How long is that process usually? What's it look like? So actually my goal is that 90% of my clients stay with me for five years or more. Mm -hmm. So, and the reason that I do that, I think the medical model is really broken. Um, okay. And what I mean by that is that the medical model says the more broken you are, the more money I make. Ooh, I yeah. say the more that I help you and the faster that I help you, the more money that I make. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm trying to kind of flip that model on its head. So what I do with that is that I provide monthly memberships doesn't matter whether you're in wellness. It doesn't matter whether you are in, um, if you're in group coaching, it's a lifetime access. And then if you want to do live calls, it's just a additional like fee, um, for the rest of your life. So there's a couple of different ways that that works. But the reason that I wanted to do that is because I believe we are the fastest adapting human species that there is. So you talked about posture and this yeah. is one of my, I haven't even talked to you about this. This is one of okay. my new hypotheses. Okay. Okay. So if you guys have heard, if you followed anything business wise or even anything, um, and your mama always told you, you're the people that you hang out with. And what yeah. we have found is that that's true. So we are the people that we hang out with. So typically your weight is the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I your salary is the average of the five people you spend the most time with your like goals and aspirations typically the average because we have this tribe mentality. So we want to fit into like the middle all the time, um, which is very like interesting because we want to fit into the middle, but we always want to be unique. Yes. Um, so there's, there's this very interesting thing happening, but my prediction with all these posture things is mm -hmm. we mimic what looks normal in our society because we don't want to stand out. So what happens is that everyone is kind of around like this. So if you yeah. are in a group talking to people and all of a sudden, so I'm, those of you guys that are listening, I'm actually right. like hunched over shoulders pulled forward. So imagine if 
everybody's sitting around and they're kind of hunched around. And then all of a sudden you pull back and sit up nice and tall. What is our yeah. animalistic part of our brain? What does it say? Ooh, he's trying to exert dominance over me. That's what you think. Because that like the bigger lion stands mm -hmm. up taller, puffs out his chest. 99% of us don't want to exert that kind of power every single day on other people. So if everybody's down here, naturally our animal behavior says, crouch down, stay rounded, stay there, because you don't want to start a fight. You don't want to say you're more dominant than someone else. So this is kind of my prediction when we go into the biology is that we actually just keep falling into that pattern because biologically that makes more sense to deal with our back pain, which might come in six months or six years from now than it does yeah. every day to stand out in a crowd because we are standing up straight when 99% of people are bent over. I, I never thought about it like that, but that makes complete sense. We mirror everybody. I mean, we, we, exactly. it's, 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 it's really common. If you start a conversation with a person, you'll mirror each other's expressions. You'll mirror each other's facial uh, expressions. And, and a lot of that is, is just the way we are as a species. You're absolutely right. So, so yeah, so we're all walking around, you know, we're all walking around like hunched over looking at our phone, yeah. you know, and, and really it's become normal as much as we all decry the, <laughs> the advent of the cell phone, I'll, I'll, I'll decry it while I'm doing that thing that I'm, you know, it's, and I'll admit it, you know, it's, it's this certain degree of, well, it is the new normal. Uh, so, and this is what I see everybody doing. So it's not, I don't know, even, even though I know it's probably not a good idea to do this all the time, it, it's, it's easier to fall into that habit. Um, because what would people think of you if you didn't? Like if, yeah. if someone saw you never with a cell phone out, if, if everybody else was in a restaurant, um, I mean, I, this is a challenge for everyone listening to this. Yeah. Go to a restaurant, eat by yourself and don't open up your cell phone without. Yeah. Eat by yourself without a cell phone, you know, without it's, a it, cell phone. it boggles the mind. What will I ever do? You know, there's, yeah. and people will look at you like you're a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, not to mention when it comes to, when it comes to posture, just coming back to that, you know, in, when it comes to breath work, uh, which is, mm -hmm. you know, that's the, that's my obsession. Uh, posture is essential. I mean, it's one of the most important aspects of breathing properly is, 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 is proper posture. And so we we're constantly fighting against this lifestyle we're living. Um, wow. That's an interesting that's, That's my new philosophy. I like it. I like it. It's so I, that kind of led into what you what your original question was was like yeah. how long do people work with you? Yeah. So the reason that I say five years isn't because I want to get like rich off of you and I want you to be broken for five years. It's <laughs> right. because what I know about the human species and when we train is that we adapt very quickly and we are also always going back to the easiest thing that we can do. Our body wants homeostasis. So it's right. going to go back to the easiest thing. So we really have to stay in contact with someone on a fairly regular basis to stay healthy and feel good. So for me to be in contact with someone for five years, you meet with me one time a month for an hour, we check your movement screen, and then you just log in on the app and do whatever you need to do. If you do that on a regular basis, 
like you're not most likely not going to get injured in the next few years or your injury risk is going to go way, way, way down. And also we can catch things really quickly because mechanical yeah. problems happen before pain, meaning that I won't be able to lift my arm normally, maybe a month before my arm actually starts to hurt. Um, and so we want to catch those problems before they become pain problems, before they become surgery problems. And if we can do that, then like, I'm really happy with the fact that I just, somebody hung out with me for five years and yeah. I may have saved them from five or six surgeries in that amount of time versus you know, thinking, but you have to think about the long game. And that's what I challenge all of my athletes to do. Think about the long game. Well, I've gone to, I've gone, I've, <laughs> Sadly enough, I've been uh, privileged to injure myself a lot. Um, and so, so and one of the worst parts about that is it's, it's not necessarily, I mean, there's a lot of bad parts about injuring yourself a lot. But what, one thing that I don't like is I have to go in and I introduce myself to the stranger and I, say, I have to explain everything about my, my life and my lifestyle. They don't really often care because they have a million other things they have to do. And, and, and they know, I think it's going along with your, what you're saying about the medical model. They know that really it's going to be a transactional period of maybe three to five visits. And then we'll send you off to, you know, this one place, maybe for hopefully not surgery or, you know, but it'll be a, a very brief three to five visit of um, maybe physical therapy or some, something like that. You're not going to be able to afford to stay with them for, for very long because- yeah it's insanely expensive and you know so so it's really one of these types of things where you really don't get that good of quality because you haven't built a relationship whereas if like even even i think everybody who has had a workout buddy right you just it doesn't enough but just just have a workout buddy and for instance any of my workout buddies i've ever had they'll always tell me, well, the reason why you're having that problem is because you're doing it that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll point out the thing that I should have, you know, I'm like, yeah, but I like doing this particular workout and you're doing it wrong, dude. And that's why you're having, you know, and it's those things where when you walk side by side with somebody, you it's not just, you know, there's a lot of benefits to it, but one of the benefits is that they're going to pick up things over that course of period of time that maybe I didn't even think about because there's a relationship there and get to know, get to know my habits, get to know where I'm coming from, as opposed to, man, I, I mean, I don't know how many times and I'm trying to be more careful. I really am. I, I broke, keep breaking fingers. So right now my fingers are back to normal. I don't know what the deal is, Nicole. Like I, so I, I broke, I fortunately my middle finger is back to normal. Um, and uh, I, I haven't actually moved that. Move yeah. that for yeah, look, me. Look, look at that. But that's as high as it, it'll go. See, see it goes, eh, eh. I'm really proud oh, of that. Good. So that is good. You, for those of you uh, who are listening, uh, you know, I just flipped <laughs> off the camera. But, you know, it's right next to a finger that I, I'm in the process of shrinking this knuckle down because it broke so, broke in a way that it's still inflamed on the inside. I can't wear my ring thing. It's, you know, things like that. But when I went into, and if I didn't see, when I just went into the doctor, I'm like, hey, fix me. They would take an x-ray. They would say, okay, you know, here is the protocol from the handbook. You know, it, it really isn't really very personalized. And really, 
a lot of times they miss things and they're like, hey, what about this? And what about that? Whereas I can really see a benefit if I, I mean, in five years, you're going to get to know me. But as soon as I say my shoulder hurts, well, you already know why my shoulder hurts because we have the relationship we have. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where because that it's like, well, it's probably because you've got this issue that we've been working on for X number of years. And I've got to say, when it comes to postural issues, when it comes to mobility issues, these are things that they're not overnight fixes. And um, God, I wish they were, Nicole. And if, if you could figure out one simple trick, right? You can, you can figure that out. Sometimes oh, you can. Yeah. Like, Sometimes, so yeah. that is, that is the thing that, so a couple of the things that I would say is um, not quick fixes necessarily. Like it takes just consistency. But that being said, if you are not seeing change yeah. every single week, then you're not on the right program. I mean, there okay. are people that like are in pain and within one or two sessions with me, everything's gone. Then I've been we're just one of working on. I yeah, will, I will and, say that I remember when I was, uh, when I first met you, I was about to go train with Wim Hof in the yeah. mountains, you know? And I so, remember, I thought you were crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. It's okay. But you were nice enough to be like, okay, whatever you say. But no, but the thing is, I remember I was having, that was whenever I tore my meniscus. Guys, yeah, for those of you listening, yeah, I, I hurt myself a lot. I, I have a lot of fun, but I pay for it in pain sometimes. So that's when I tore my meniscus. And I, um, I wasn't really, I, I, I was like, man, I, I, I'm going to do this. I have to climb this mountain but it hurts when I walk. And within just, I think, one or two sessions of dry needling, I was back up and, and going. And, Yay! and also really with my shoulder injury not too long ago, God, I sound like I'm just like constantly just flopping and just like running into, but I had a shoulder injury and we did, we did a lot for that. We did like yes. cupping, dry needling. I mean- uh, You were doing all the exercises on the app. Yeah, I used the app too. And that's the thing, as long as I stay consistent, I mean, after that, after you did the cupping and everything, it, the pain went away. So I could go back yeah. into, actually I went into workouts, uh, workouts really pretty much immediately. And as long as I was doing my, my warmups, my, my mobility stuff, it was all okay. And that's something that um, I've really tried to, to maintain, you know, just beyond our, our time working together. And the thing is, um, one of the things I'll say about those apps is that it, the nice thing is you don't need a lot of equipment for the workout right. for the, for those exercises you have. I didn't feel, I felt like I could still do it in my home gym without having any major problems. So that really helped a lot too. But yeah, I try to keep it pretty like simple and easy. I mean, the easier it is for you to consume, um, you know, like minimal effective dosage. So yeah. think about like, we don't need to do an hour if we can do 10 minutes and get the job done. And so yeah. sometimes like over that's again, why that relationship is so important. Some people like I'm a horrible mover, horrible. Oh my gosh. Like guys, if you, I can't touch my toes 90% of the time. <laughs> like I work on things, but I need, I need to sit down and probably do six, eight weeks intensive program of an hour a day dedicated to my mobility 
where someone else like might be able to change in 10 minutes. And um, so I try to give that minimal effective dosage because we all have lives. We have other yeah. things we want to do that are way more fun than like, I'm going to stretch my hamstrings today. And then I'm going right. to step back and put my heel on the ground and stretch my calves. If you guys are doing that and foam rolling for two hours, like you are wasting your time. Come freaking hang out with me. I will make <laughs> your life so much more efficient. Um, yeah. But I yeah. think it's crazy. Well, and, and one thing that I, I want to kind of touch back on, and this is something that one time whenever you and I were talking, I, I told you that I didn't feel like I was an athlete, you know, and, and you, of course, gave me the rolled your eyes and, and smiled. But, uh, <laughs> but I think that's something that a lot of times we feel like, okay, so having a mobility coach is something, yeah, if I'm going to compete, and the reason why I felt like I wasn't an athlete was because I, I don't compete. I, you know, when it comes to competitive ice bathing, yes, it exists, but you know, I don't live in that part really? of the world. It does. It does. Um, Dude, you know, let's I would, go. if I lived in the Northern part of Europe, I would be a competitive ice swimmer. I think that would be so cool but I don't live there. And so the point is, you know, I, I'm not a competitive breath worker or, you know, I do lift weights and stuff, but I'm not, a, I don't consider myself a bodybuilder, you know, these types of things. But I think, you know, a lot of times a person is like, well, if I'm not competing, it's not worth it to have someone who is a personal trainer or a um, mobility, you know, any, any, you are an interesting combination, really. You're, you know, you are because, because it's really a cool combination of, you know, like for instance, I'm a personal trainer. So I got certified as a personal trainer and I come to you with all of my questions. And so what's really cool is you've got that in-depth knowledge that a lot of personal trainers, we have a lot of knowledge, but you've got a lot more practical and, and theoretical, you know, knowledge that is like, whoa, okay. So yeah, that makes sense once you've explained it to me and half the time you have to dumb it down. But the average person who is maybe they're not even, you know, doing much more than maybe walking, jogging, that kind of thing. You know, this is something that what kind of, you know, what are some things you might see just in, in, in that kind of a person that, you know, I don't know, some, some average run of the mill type of issues that you commonly see and how you how you tend to work with those people. So the first thing that I would ask people is, um, I mean, I get people all the time. So I do have a hard restriction that if you are not involved in physical fitness, I'm not the right person for you because I will okay. push you too hard. So, yeah. um, and like, that's, that's not the experience that you want to have. And that's not the experience with physical therapy that I want to give you. Right. So if you are not involved at all, then I'm not the right person for you. Now, that being said, I have a lot of people. I have several patients with fibromyalgia that mm -hmm. come and see me. Um, and um, a lot of like um, severe low back issues um, is a very common thing that I see. But the thing that I ask all these people is, what do you want to do? Like, oh, not okay. what is your body? What are you doing right now? What do you want to do? And I ask even my pro athletes that like, why, what does it mean for you to compete? Why do you want to be an athlete? What, you know, because there better be something else behind all that. If you're working out for six hours a day so that you can go to an arena and people can applaud you. Well, right now, number one, yeah. it's not going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. Like, 
And I mean, honestly, athletes right now are that feel that way, that that's their driving force. They are struggling right now, guys, struggling, massive depression, um, excessive drinking um, is happening. A lot of people don't think that the athlete community drinks. Um, They actually drink on average more than um, regular people do. So that is happening in a major way right now. And so that is part of my job. Like I call myself a coach because your coach doesn't just write workouts for you. Your coach gets inside your head. Your coach brings out the best in you. And that's my job. So that being said, if you are a walker, if you are a runner, I would say to you, like, why do you, why do you walk? Like, why do you run? What is it that you want to do? And a lot of times people want to do something else. They just don't trust themselves that they're going to show up. They just don't trust that they're going to be successful enough. So they just don't do it. And so I do that for people. Now, if someone says, you know what, like walking, I met with someone yesterday, walking a mile and a half, four days a week is her ultimate goal. That's really where she wants to be. We literally set out small goals. And I said, number one, with your chronic pain condition, we need to say, we're going to walk for 30 minutes, not a mile and a half. And so we structure all those things and then we build up all the warmups, all the accessory work that allows her to be strong enough to do that and sustain it without these huge flare ups and pain. And I think that that's the biggest thing. Everyone thinks, why do you think you don't deserve what the pro athletes have? Why yeah. do you think you yeah. don't deserve the care an NFL player has? Because a 300 pound linebacker isn't trying to run you over. Right? <laughs> crazy. That is like 0.01% of the population is doing that. Do you really believe that 0.01% of the population are the only people that deserve to move well, that deserve to feel good? You think because you're not getting hit by a linebacker that you don't just, that you deserve to have pain in your shoulder every day? Right. right. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> and also I would say there, so our movement quality went down and obesity went up. Not obesity went up and movement quality went down. So those of you guys that are struggling to lose weight, those of you guys that are struggling to be consistent with a workout program, it is most likely because you move poorly and literally people don't want to run into a brick wall every single day. It's exhausting. (laughs) Like, so come see me, come see a physical therapist like me, move better. Things get easier. You reach your goals faster you deserve that. Like, if you don't think you're worth that, then like, I have a ton of personal development coaches that you should go hang out with before me. <laughs> well, I want to take it actually on the other end of the, the of that spectrum to the <laughs> athletic summit that was, is coming up that, that yeah. I'm going to be speaking in and that you're putting on. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Tell me all about it. Tell everybody <laughs> all about it. What's, what can we expect? Who's it for? When is it? All these things. Let's get the deets. Okay, so I am so pumped. July 22nd through the 26th is the Virtual Athlete Summit. And we have got a stunner lineup. So my question um, to all of you guys, just sit and think for a second, is what is the thing that I've kind of talked about um, here this whole time that makes a pro athlete and a recreational or a fitness enthusiast or a weekend warrior, what brings us all to the same level? What what kind of evens the playing field? It's health. So 
there are pro athletes that are extremely unhealthy. There are skinny ultra marathoners that you look at and you think, oh my gosh, that girl's got everything and she is unhealthy. Um, can't touch her toes. Lord knows what's going on. And so we have decided to even the playing field and give everybody the big gains that they need. So this is for anyone that wants to move better and live better and be their own type of athlete. So day one um, is going to be nutrition. So we have four nutrition coaches lined up. We're going to talk about macros. We're going to talk about keto. We're going to talk about vegetarian, vegan. And then we also have functional medicine doctors coming on to talk about just overall, how do you get these blood work results that people are talking about? What do you need? When do you need those? How do you interpret them? And so that's kind of day one. Day two is going to be all about coaching and training philosophies. So how do we set up practices? How can you set up your training sessions for success to your goals in a very systematic way? Um, strength training. Why should people strength train? Who should strength train? At what periods of time should you increase weight, decrease weight? All of those types of things are going to be set up in there. Then we have a mindset day. So also on the mindset day is going to be all about personal development how to truly set goals, how to overcome obstacles whenever they come up, and how to do that in an efficient way. Most of us don't understand the people that you guys see and we all view as super successful. All these categories that I'm talking about, they know to, how to hack into that in a second. They know exactly when they need these things and what to put into place. We're essentially handing you their playbook so that you nice. can do it super easily. And then the last um, day is rehab and recovery, which is whenever you and I are yes. gonna be on. Yes. yes. So we're gonna talk about um, injuries and pain, but we're also gonna talk about just all the things you need to be doing to tap in and really treat your body with respect so that you can recover faster. People think that being an athlete means walking around like you just rode a horse for 12 hours because you right. can't straighten your legs because your quads hurt so bad. Like that's not yeah. what this is about. And so, um, yep, so those four pillars, so nutrition, coaching and training, mindset, and then the last day is rehab and recovery. And um, four to five speakers a day, it will be saved. So you get two weeks where you can view all the conferences, but they will be live at a specific time. It's, I'm not even kidding. Our like just Instagram following reach for these yeah. speakers is almost 2 million now. Like nice. guys, we have huge <laughs> names in the business. It's crazy. But the, my favorite part is that Jesse, they're all just like you and I, they yeah. are super excited. They are so passionate, but also so science-based. So that was the thing, Beautiful. guys, we reached out to people yeah. that we, we want to know that whatever they tell you, like the keto people literally say, this is the science behind keto. These are the people that successfully are in it. These are some of the danger markers that mean that you shouldn't do it. Same for macros. These type of people are successful on macros. This is what the research says about it. Like they're not trying to hand you a one thing fits all. They're trying to show you the science behind each. So again, you can look into your own individual self 
and figure out what coaches are going to fit right for you. And then you can go forward and hopefully pick up a really big goal, pick up yeah. a coach, pick up something that's going to change your life from that. That's why it's 50 freaking dollars so that you buy in and watch some of the videos, but then you have funds to go and like work with somebody that's going to change your life. Like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, this is really exciting. And I can't wait, you know, even as a person who's speaking, I can't wait to learn a ton because I've seen some of the names that you have and just some of the topics that are going to be talked about. I'm looking really yep. forward to it. Um, so, so that is one, one more time. When is it and how can people uh, find more information? So follow the Mobility Athletes um, Instagram account. That's where most of the stuff is going to be at and where the registration um, website will be up. So keep watching that. There are going to be things probably coming out in the next two weeks with the registration website, but it's July 22nd through the 26th. Again, about four to five speakers a day. I understand you guys don't have well, I mean, if you want to take vacation hey, and just it. hang out, do it. Go to like, well, <laughs> if we're done social distancing or if you can go somewhere and still social distance, like <laughs> go to a beach and listen to us or, you know, take this as a vacation and really enjoy it. Um, but they're July 22nd through the 26th is whenever it's going to be. And then those will be live for two weeks and two weeks only. The reason we do that, guys, is because if it lasts longer than that, you ain't gonna do it. Um, <laughs> so we gotta put a timeline on it and we've gotta put a buy-in on it. And like I said, it's gonna be, I can't believe the people that we have lined up that I, I will also say every person that we have lined up, the reason I'm saying for you guys to go coach and work with them is because every single one of these people is pay, showing up unpaid. I reached out to them most of these people I didn't even know that well. They were leaders of me. Like I thought that they were excellent people. And I started sending out messages and guys, there were two people in my first top tier A's that didn't answer. Everyone else met with me and agreed to be on this board. Like that's crazy. And that just shows the give back that's willing to happen in these health communities. Um, which also like, take advantage of that. These people are running their Instagram accounts. These guys are willing to answer questions for you. I mean, I know Jesse's like this. We have courses and things set up for you. We want to serve you. That's, we believe that that's a purpose that we are put on this world to do. And it is going to show up big time in the virtual athlete summit, but I know it shows up as soon as you're able to do all of your breathwork courses again. Yeah. Um, we're going to see more of that, your book that's coming out, yes. like all of these oh. things. I mean, serve, serve, serve. So, but guys, we can't serve if you don't show up and like take advantage of our service. So show up and help us um, be better for you. That's really what we're all about. Absolutely. Well, Nicole, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, what are, how are, so people can find you on Instagram and all these things. I'll have your links uh, below. And uh, I really do appreciate you being here. Guys, thanks for listening. And we will see you at the Virtual Athlete Summit in June. Yes. Be there. July. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll edit that. Maybe I won't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just live with the, I like it. Just keep it. I think um, I'll, just, I'll, just, awesome. I'll just leave it there. All right. July, be there at the Athlete Summit. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be there in June. <laughs> you know, Who knows? Anyway. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, Bye guys. guys. Thank Thanks you so much.
Voyager. 